I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to pull a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. You guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Chris? Wakanda. Wakanda. That's right. We're getting ready for the Black Panther show, girl. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Ten days ready. left, man. Ten, Ten days. days left. Wow. The countdown begins. I cannot wait. I didn't tell you, Chris, I actually had tickets to go to the premiere, but I couldn't go. Because Gary from the um, LGBT committee, who's my co-chair, had a, um, Gary had a reading at the writers' guild, so I had to go. So I couldn't go. Well, it looked mean, pretty fierce. I how have come to say. I wasn't? You know what? Why didn't I mean, you like, get the ticket? Yeah, you should. Oh, <laughs> well, when, when we got married, me and my husband got married. <clears throat> um, the uh, city councilman Mitch O'Farrell married us, so the mayor came to the wedding. It was like a crazy. Well, it we, was we've known him. We've known him. Yeah. And so, um, um, what was all that damn? <laughs> See how it is in Hollywood, y'all. The damn ghetto bird everywhere. Um, <laughs> Emergency. And so, so we always have tickets to different things like political events. Or oh, whatever. oh, okay. So, so they were giving them okay, tickets. Okay, so okay. they were like, well. They're in the industry, so you guys want to go? And I was like, yeah, they asked me on Sunday. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, you got to get your, I mean, I mean, right. I mean, you have to get your, uh, what's that, the Eddie Murphy movie, Samunda? You have, to, you have to get your, right. you have to get your, you have to get your clothing from that ready to go. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to look right. You saw, I mean, you saw everyone at the, yeah, everybody, oh, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. can't, you can't get a one day notice to right. go to that. You better, right. you know what, I ain't going to go. Stylist right. and, and everybody oh, we no, know, was, everybody we know were there. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. <laughs> so, you hear my man's voice over there. That's Chris Derrick from the writing and directing team, the Derrick Brothers. What's going on, Chris? How you feeling? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. You got that reel done? Reel is <clears> done. <throat> he just redid his reel. Um... He's an awesome director. And I finally, f- oh, I have two scenes left to do on Scott's notes, finally, because I've been sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one was just so fun to do. I'm just so, that's, that's, to be ready, hopefully tonight. Can um, we, can we tell Jenny what you write? Offline, offline. Okay, okay. Tell offline, right, tell offline. Right. You kind of said it on some of I know, but you have to be, you know, that's just in the. In now the now that he's close, he's like, I don't want everybody to know. You're going to like this one. You're going to like this one. But yeah, so that's good. What else? What else? What else? It's one of those scripts, Jenny, where, and you know this having been a former manager, that your clients, the ones who succeeded, yeah. Film and film in particular. Yeah. <clears throat> the script they wrote was the one everybody told them not to write. Always. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then boom. And this is one this of their scripts. The oh, it's so what's crazy is I, I get this email from Paul Keo mm-hmm. on uh, I think Friday, maybe Saturday. Mm-hmm. 
It just says, <clears throat> so I read your script. That's okay. the subject line. And then all he says in the in the um, in the in the email was, um, "I want your gift bag at the, you know like oh. you know like from the Golden Globe nomination." Really? Oh, I did not nice. tell you. That's I told nice. you. <laughs> that's like, awesome. It's funny because that's the third person who told me. Right. Oh, the the Globes is is dope because of the gift bag. Right. <laughs> that is true. I was right. kind of like, there's no gift bag at the Oscar. It used to be, but they they had to stop it. They had to why? Yeah, I don't know. There were some problems. I don't remember. I don't remember. A few years ago, they mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they ended the gift bag thing at the Oscars. But they have like sweets and stuff. Right, but there's right, not right, like a, right. a goodie bag anymore. Okay. I right. don't know. So a little disclaimer, Lisa Bolakaja is gone for the week, but um, she'll be back Lisa. hopefully in the next week or two. Yeah, well, see, that, see she, she comes on one taping I all know. year. All year. We had, her, we had her once this year. Oh, well, it's only February. It feels like This is like the fourth, fourth, fourth or fifth taping, so right. it's like, you know, what's right. the deal? This is like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Why are you even talking about Lisa? And so, I'm just kidding, Lisa. Anyway, so Lisa's not here, but we got my man in the house. Oh, I, got one, I have one thing. Go ahead, go ahead. Recommendation, one more recommendation. Um, <clears throat> so everyone's talking about the show called Altered Carbon. You know, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm getting ready to watch it on Thursday night at midnight. Okay. And right when I click on, there's this show called Babylon Berlin. Oh, that sounds familiar. Which I've been waiting for for over that? a year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's directed by Tom Twiker. He's like, you know, who did like Run, Lola, Run and stuff like that. And it's this show that he, I knew he was doing based in this book series. Uh, it's set in like 1929 in Berlin, like right before the rise of Hitler. Right, right. It's, it's all about like, you know, that really fast paced, like mm-hmm. bohemian lifestyle, like the the pornography and drug use at that time. It, it was the pilot. It's, it's up was, your alley, Jenny. The pilot. Yeah, I'm there. The pilot was so good. So there. The pilot was so, I mean, the opening four, like the, the opening two minutes were like, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Because right, he's such a good director. Well, Tom Twyker's great. And Berlin yeah, in yeah. that time was yeah. fascinating. Fasc- right, totally right. fascinating. So. Totally fascinating. So that's, that's my recommendation You're for learning me. something about Chris. That's what that, Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get into the show. So today we got my girl on the show, Jenny Frankert, former uh, manager um, at one of the top uh, companies back in the day. So you know what you're talking about. I do. Um, And um, now... um, Finish line. Finish line, script competition. competition. Yep. Third year. Third year. Yeah. So let's get into it. Let's do it. So for the kids who don't know who you are, just give them just a little gist of who you are, who haven't heard the previous episode. Yeah. um, I can't believe anyone out there doesn't know who I am. I know. Can you believe what? it? Anyway, <laughs> um, she yeah. is Meryl Streep's cousin, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Me too. How I got here. Um, I was a. Uh, I became a lit manager. I went mm-hmm. to film school for a few years back at NYU from the East Coast. In the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, in the East Coast, and um, started in representation back in New York. Mm-hmm. Moved out here. Deeper into representation. You did it for a long time, right? For a long (laughs) time, till I got so burnt out, man. And that's what happens. But um, yeah, I I work with writers and directors and uh, actors and performers and everybody. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I focused on writers because that was really where I felt my passion was and where I could best represent people. Right. And. did that for a really long time, like 20-plus years, right. sometimes on my own, sometimes at a company, mm-hmm. and so on, and then um, decided I just couldn't I just couldn't do it anymore. Not because I didn't love the writers, because right. that's what I love, but 
the businessman. It just just sort of talking talking Ooh. about the business. Is there? <clears throat> do you think? Because um, I notice a lot of managers, like will move a lot of a lot of agents will become managers yeah. late in their career, yeah. or some of them will just stay and become a, or they'll become an executive or right. something like that. Yeah. Is there a reason? Do you think? Or, or do you think? Uh, let me just ask you this. Maybe it's a personal thing. Mm. Do you think it's a it's a it's a choice between the personalities of becoming a manager, becoming an agent, or, or do you think the road there? Like, what do you think? That yeah, is? it's definitely. Well, I can't say definitely. For me, I started off in manage in agenting. I I started off in the the mail room at William Morris right. uh, before it was merged with Endeavor. <laughs> Way <old> before. I <laughs> am. <laughs> no, and then ICM out here, and. Um, Agenting is about, it's just, it's about, like, jobs. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's very little creative going on. It's right. just rolling calls, rolling calls, check, mm-hmm. you know, pitching clients, pitching clients. But there isn't a lot of, like, passion. Well, for me, at least, right. there wasn't a lot of passion involved in it. And I felt really passionate about some of the people that right. we were working with. And then as I started to work on my own, wanting to get into, you know, management because you really get you have a smaller group of people and right. you're not just pitching a list of the whole agency mm-hmm. you get to talk about specific people and help mm-hmm. them grow their career and mm-hmm. you work when kind of developing them if that's the kind of most managers want to do that because right. managers can produce right. and agents can't so has it always been that way yeah okay yeah so if manage if you want to produce and you let's say you work with Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. you want to produce for her, right. you have to be her manager. Right. And so that happens a lot. People right. tend to end up producing for a client that they help develop or right. becomes their big client okay. or a client like that. So, yeah, and it's also a much more personally involved, um, you know, career rather than agenting because a right. lot of the time with agents, when back in the day, there, wasn't, there weren't as many managers. That, now there's a lot of managers. Right. And people <laughs> you have managers. You can find one in any corner. But they, uh, a lot of people just just had agents, and um, yeah, it's much more nurturing, and you're really right. trying to, you know, figure out someone's career and where the best place is for them to be, right. and who they should be meeting instead of sort of just like, oh, an open writing assignment. Let's just mm-hmm. pitch them, you know, kind of thing. So it's much more personal, and so, I and I loved that. So. Right. So so you did that for a long time. You yeah. had some really big clients, some successful clients. Um, yeah. You, so eventually, you 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 left that and started the finish line. Was was there a was there a process that went by where you were like, no, I'm still. Were you like out of the industry for a minute and then you came back, or no, what, what, I, what, what happened there? No, <clears throat> I was doing some stuff, sort of on my own with some scripts, you mm-hmm. know, sniffing around, seeing if I wanted to produce or something, get or, into producing right, more. Right. I felt like you really have to be passionate about what you want to produce because it takes a long time and right. you really have to... Welcome to my world. Yeah, uh-huh. I hear that. So <laughs> you really have to just every day feel like you're going to go and do it, you know. And that's how you have to feel for this business in the first place. Right. No matter what you're doing, whether you're a writer, a producer, or a director, a manager, you got to give... I mean, you got to really feel it every right. day because somebody yeah, out there oh, is... Because it'll kill you. If you yeah. don't, I mean, it, I mean, well, I mean there's too many other people. First yeah, of all, competition's gonna, competition's too strong. Yeah, it's, it's you know, just too, too, too many people are so dedicated. So many people like uh, I've met a lot have they have like the financial 
freedom to yeah. be so dedicated at it. You know, it's like, and, and that is so you have to you have to stay working hard. You always. do, and you know, and one of the things that I realized as a manager was, and the people that I ended up um, representing was. Um, I needed to really, really feel passionate about their yeah. work because I had to really pitch them. Like, right. I cared deeply <laughs> about <laughs> their livelihood, my livelihood, right. and that's how it comes down to mm-hmm. in management, you know, because you're getting them their jobs and you're, you're making them their living. So, um, or they're making their living, but you're getting, you know, you're part of that process, right. of course. So it's like once you start to feel a little less than... Not about the people, but just about the business, which can, you know, it's taxing after a while. It's hard to get up for it every day. So I decided to quit management, and then um, I did a lot of script consulting for a a long period of time, and that sort of led led me into creating the Finish Line Script Competition. Mm. But I always kept that line going with the writers because I thought, you know, that's really where my passion is, is helping writers, and I know that's where my skills are right so so let's tell let's do for the three people who don't know about finish line <laughs> script competition <clears throat> let's yeah. tell them about uh, about it and how it works and what's what separates it from the other yeah, competitions sure i'll i'll try and give the abridged version but um we're in our third year okay. and we just started so i have no idea what the future holds but i hope it's very bright right. we grew 500 percent last year 500 percent wow wow yeah. yeah that's huge yeah which was encouraging, right? Well, you. Well, I'm telling you, I haven't. We haven't talked, but you actually had a pretty good episode as far as yeah. numbers. Oh, did I? So yeah, oh, we were we were all over know. the world. I didn't know. So that. yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad to be here today. Mm-hmm. Then no, follow up. See, it's the sequel. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Back sequel. Sequel. Oh, Where am I? Ten percent. I didn't know. I did say I was going to bring you some sweets today, but I didn't. See how I get treated, Chris. No candy, nothing, man. Well, what we did, you know, there's a million, here's the thing, there's a million script competitions out there. And so it's like, what do you do that separates you from the rest? And when I was doing script consulting and I was reading for script competitions Mm -hmm. during that kind of off period, I realized, I'd be like, this is a really good script, but it's not there. And somebody clearly rushed through it to make a deadline, which is what you see people on Twitter do. I'm rushing to get to the deadline and nickel or whatever, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I would always think if somebody could, if someone had had given them notes and rewrote, you know, and they had the time to rewrite this, Mm -hmm. then it would have, this would have been a much better script. And somebody may have given them notes, but then they got into this deadline freak out. So I thought, well, I give really good notes. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time. Right. I went to film school. Mm-hmm. I worked with writers for 20 years. You know, mm-hmm. I know I know, I know, know what a good yeah. script is, and right. I know how, what needs to be <clears throat> fixed. So I decided to create a competition where you could enter and purchase notes for a really low fee, mm-hmm. comparably speaking. Oh, God, compared to <laughs> other script consultants? Yes. yes. Trust me. And... Um, <clears throat> That would so if you bought notes, you would be entered into the competition, or you could just enter your script as is if you don't want notes, no. and then you could keep rewriting while you were entered into the competition. Um, so let, let's break that down. How does that work? So okay. if, if I'm a writer, okay. explain it that. All way. right. So you you write you write a script called The Hill Dog, right. and you enter. That's it That's a winner, notes. by the way. Just that you know. <laughs> <laughs> trademark. Um, <laughs> uh, you write a script called The Hill Dog. You send it in for notes mm-hmm. in about a week. 
we turn it around. Wow, that with, fast. Yeah, pretty, pretty That's much. Good. Yep. Seven, six plus notes, okay. as long as it takes, mm-hmm. you know, um, but minimum six pages of intense notes from, from general, like, this is what you need to work on right. to now we're going to get into what it is right. um, from front to back. And uh, then we send them back to you. And right. then you can rewrite and resubmit new drafts for free, for free. Hmm. As many times as you want to. So you can actually submit and then get notes from Joe down the street right. or your writing buddy or whomever right. and submit. We don't really care if, I mean, we'd prefer that you get notes from us because, you know, it's a, it's a business. But we want to make sure that your writing gets better. So how does that work on your end then? If, if, I'm, if I send in my script, yeah. you give me notes, and I rework it over the next month or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and you have a long time to rework right, it, by right. the way, because that's how the, scr- the competition so, is set up, so that you're not rushing to get the right. notes back. That's so, the worst. Oh, God. It's the worst. It's the worst. And it, so, it affects the script, So just, just, I'm just I'm playing devil's advocate yeah, for the yeah. people who are listening, so I'm not playing stupid-ass questions. Um, so if I submit, you give me my notes, and then I submit back, yep. and I have the opportunity to send it back more than once, yep. How often do you need to be getting it so you have enough time to read it by the time the competition comes up? Well, we ultimately, we hold on to it until a certain point when there is a deadline, because there are deadlines, but they're long. You know, they're not, you know, they're not like you have to get in by this time and you can't, a lot of that, a lot of, oh, I'll answer this question first, Mm -hmm. but um, you can keep submitting it and we'll just say, we're going to hold on to this until you tell us otherwise. Like, and usually people will come back and say, that's the last draft. Oh, okay. You know, and they'll say, or the deadline comes and that's the last draft that we got. And so that's right. the one that we judge off of. Okay. And it's all very well structured and organized so that we know who's got what in and we're reading the right draft and right. stuff like that. So, Well, um, I just want to say this. I appreciate that because I've won probably 15 competitions. And from Austin, uh, everything mm. at Scriptapalooza, and and here's the interesting thing: your competition. I noticed. I think there's only one, and I think I won it. Was <laughs> that allowed you to resubmit later? But mm. what it was was, if I think they like switched it, like something happened in the competition, so they were going to allow us to submit in case we did any polishes or something. Yeah. But 99.9% of every other competition is like, you cannot resubmit or whatever. And, and to me, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. What I love about th- what you do is, is, and you can relate to this, Chris, <clears throat> is to me, a lot of those competitions are done by people who aren't actually writing. Mm. And here's why mm-hmm. I say this. If I give you a script today that I'm passionate about yeah. to turn into a competition... A month later, I've probably done three more passes. Yeah, of course. So you're not even interpreting the fact that I've done more work. Now, some people would say, well, you shouldn't have submitted it, right? Right. But you're giving people a chance to go, no, submit it, let's work on it, and then submit it again. Right. So that's why. Yeah, see, it's interesting because I feel, you know, like I was looking at the um, the Molly's game. Right. Draft the other it should be the day. And you know, and they're on the cover. It's got the three different draft dates. You know, mm-hmm. they're like maybe one is like in September, then there's right. one in November, then there's one in, in December. And it's kinda like, okay, so he's I mean it's even Sorkin mm-hmm. is doing yeah. doing work yeah. to get it get it tighter because he's he's probably knows he's probably going in production in January one. So well, you know I, what I'm saying? So he's like, Okay, hold on, I gotta get this really, really I think good. that that's important for people for for 
people who are entering script competitions to know is that Aaron Sorkin is rewriting every day. Right. I mean, everybody who is writing is writing every day. It doesn't right. matter if you're an Academy Award-winning writer. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is what writing is. It is, I know it's the old trope, but writing is rewriting. Right. This is what you're doing. So, um, yeah, so we get people who buy no notes, and that's fine, and they've won people who, right. I'm not saying you have to buy notes. There's nothing <clears throat> about that kind of thing. There's no, like, quid pro quo type right. of stuff. Um, and we've got people who've gotten, who've gotten one set of notes, and then, that's, then, then they keep rewriting off of those notes right. or somebody else, or, or they have people who've, write, who've gotten, like, six sets of notes and yeah. keep working with us. And it's the same person working with you on that draft. Right. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. so it's like it's sort of mirroring the development process where, you know, somebody's familiar with, it's not somebody coming and going, like, why did you do that? Right, it's right. like, hey, you took my note, cool. Right. Or you didn't take my note, that's fine. Because right. one of the things that's really important, really important, is that what we feel makes the, the most successful script, whether it's the winner or it gets made or whatever, is, is your voice. Right. Because, you know, with all these like, TV reboots and everything now happening, mm -hmm. it's like the voices, I mean, maybe they're going to change the voice a little bit, mm -hmm. but... Those are, that's familiar. Right. And we want somebody who's got maybe a... I mean, there's only so many stories, right? But it's, it's the voice that, that, change, you know, that makes it special. So when we give notes, it's always a suggestion. It's never like, well, they didn't take that note, so mm. we're not going to like this better. No, mm -hmm. I mean, this is your material, and we're just here to help. So, so you, you know, it's like... Uh, this is, you know, what's his name? Craig Mason, he did mm -hmm. that. He, he does a auto seminar... On how to take notes from, oh, from a studio yeah, executive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's very interesting because he because he always says, well, he was saying the thing he was like, it's not necessary to take the exact note that's being offered to you. It's that you need to be you have to consider that moment in, in the script bumps someone right, and yep. you can that's either right. say to yourself two things: you, you can either say, my idea wasn't communicated. Clearly, so you know, right. or my idea needs to be revised, right. and that I think was. I mean, so it's it's one of those things. I, I mean, like honestly, sometimes it's subtle and sometimes it's big. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, can, well, we always do at the most of the time at the end of the notes, we'll write a little like, you know, P.S. saying something like, um, "These are all suggestions," and what they and. When we ask questions like, well, how come, you know, Hilliard said this at that point? You mm -hmm. know, sometimes we know the answers, you know, and we're asking you to elaborate. Yeah. And sometimes we don't. And pretty much if you answer these correctly, you know, correctly, that's not really a good word. But if you answer these with thought and, you know, intent to improve, like you're saying, like there's a bump, then if all the questions are answered, the script is going to get tighter. And that's what we're right. looking for. So, you know, you may not want to answer all those questions because some people want things unsaid or right. blah, blah, blah. But these are the things where we stopped and said, wait a second, I, I stopped. You know, I stopped reading. And that's not what you, you know, and I had to think about something. Let me, let me ask. So, so people, people are going to be asking. So, yeah. so talking about the readers, so who, who, who are your readers? Like, who are, who are, the, who are the people? Who read? Be, yeah, besides us? you. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we would all want you to read it, but <laughs> I who do else read, is, but I, you know. I don't read as much as I used to right. because I'm, uh, you know, because it's, 
I'm doing marketing and you know right. blah blah blah. But I do read, and uh, everybody is is uh, either a writer okay. or somebody who is reading for the top script competitions, okay. and we vet them very carefully because we have a very special way of writing notes. Mm-hmm. And I've had people want to do want to read for us, and I will give them a script, and I will mm-hmm. give them like the template of how these notes need to be done, and they can either do it or not. Right. And I'm not gonna like ever say, well, this is kind of good enough. Mm. And I go over every note, all of the notes right. that come in, and I rewrite them if they're not written quite as we need to, mm. or, you know, because mm. we always suggest and we never say need. Mm-hmm. You need to do this. You could do this, right. or we, you ought to try to do this. Right. And, and, and I'm so glad you said it. There's you, a, know, you said it earlier. And, there, you know, there's an art to giving notes. There is. There's such an art to it. Yeah. Are you about to say something? I have one thing that you need to do. Right. You need not be boring. That's, That's the, for sure. That's the only thing you sure. have to worry about. Yeah. You know, I read this script last night, and, and it was really interesting because there wasn't an inciting incident. There mm-hmm. wasn't, like, uh, a place where... There, there, wasn't really, there weren't really acts. Okay. Uh, it was a, clearly a very personal story, so right. I was really careful because I didn't want to say, this doesn't, this is too much, right. or this is what, it was kind of faith-based, and so I did, that's really care. you got to right. tread real lightly right. about that. And I was like, this is kind of just moving along, and there's nothing really happening, mm-hmm. but I hear your story. Is it more just story. like plot or something? Yeah, or? it was just plot, yeah. but it was sad, you know, it was about somebody dying mm-hmm. and a family and so on, and <clears throat> Um, and God, and I mean, right. I, I en- actually really enjoyed the read, but it wasn't properly crafted as right. a script, so I, that's part of you know, a lot of the notes that I gave. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like, listen, I don't want to, I feel really, you know, like I don't want to tell you how to tell this story, which is clearly your story, right. but you need to not be boring, essentially. <laughs> I mean, there was a point where it was like, make this kind of exciting and yeah, you get turn to this up. turn this up right, yeah right. turn the beat up we <clears throat> want to mm-hmm. hear that and mm-hmm. we want to feel that and make sure that you um, you can fictionalize by the way when right. you're telling a true story you should you should because right. life is not as interesting mean, sometimes it's too interesting right. and sometimes it's not interesting enough but it is to you mm-hmm. but you're not writing a memoir right. so you know you're going to write you're writing in, you you're, you're ultimately screen, yeah, you're you're ultimately writing entertainment that's interesting you brought up this faith base I mean I remember the first, like, religious-themed movie I remember seeing. I, and, it's, and it's one of these movies that, the, the, like, the inciting incident and all this kind of stuff is kind of like, it's really hidden in a way. It's called Breaking the Waves. Breaking the Waves. Oh, I remember that. And it's this large one-cheer film from about maybe yeah. 97 <laughs> or something like that. I do that. And it doesn't really have, I mean, it, 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 like, it definitely has the structure of this beginning, middle, and end, which is your three-act structure. Right. But it plays out in such a very unique way. I think a lot of times people get um, if they're if they're telling a story, just like this personal story, then they sometimes they feel like, well, I can't follow these, you know, like right. like like these like these strict things right. in Hollywood because that didn't happen, you know. But didn't, right, <laughs> that didn't happen. But the thing is, yeah. but you, you you but the thing is, is that I remember there's a book called um, I'll be in my trailer. It's about, <laughs> it's about it's great about, title. It's, yeah, it's, it's a like great a, title. Uh, yeah. I want to say it's like Peter Yates, but it's not Peter Yates. It's uh, one of these directors who's writing about like how do you deal with actors and stuff mm. like that. And mm. he was sa- mm. and he, he and he was saying that um, in the book, either he said or maybe he said that it was the interview we had with like with like William Freakin. He was saying that like there's that moment around 
like 20 minutes into a movie yeah. where if the the audience will be restless yeah. if they're not locked into what's to the characters if they're not caring right. about the people and and I was like that's an interesting point that a director's making about like how you got to cut the movie mm. you know but it also, it also has to do with the craft of how you, of, of, about writing it you got to have everyone caring at a certain point and there's that point that you have to lock <coughs> them in and yeah, that's, that's right you know and they usually say it's around page 20 where you have to have made your point that then the rest of the script, you know, plays out yeah. from. I try to do mine by like page 14 or 15. That's great. <laughs> I mean, but that's even better. Anymore. I mean, I agree that right. it should be sooner, but I mean, by point, you know, and, and by the way, I'm a huge fan of scripts that are not like, you know, one, two, three, right. you know, I love things that are, are mystery more avant-garde and they take a little time, and little right. take their time right. character driven mm-hmm. and you got, you know, it's subtle. It doesn't, Curiosity I don't, I don't, is yeah, I don't through need it, right. that sort of like, right. oh, they hit the, right. you know, they hit the second act right on time. You know, that's not part of the notes, <laughs> right. you know, um, that's why we're like, Hey, the script is from this person and we have to right. allow that person to write what they need to write. So, The competition was born from that idea that writers should be able to... If you're going to enter a competition and there's some good stuff to gain from it, which I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, then you should be able to continue to write while you're entered. Now, I I do want to mention... Because I can't believe that I set the, these prices the way I do. (laughs) But I I don't have any intention of changing them right now. Six plus pages of notes. And I, I... that's a is a hundred dollars, and that inter- that also enters you into the competition. So that's so the that's the competition. Like that's the price for what? the competition and the notes. Yeah, and if you want to just enter the competition, then it's like a normal. It's right. like thirty five bucks, forty bucks, and we don't really play around with. Hey, you got to enter. You know, if you're on late, you have to enter. You know, pay seventy five oh, bucks. Fees. What the heck is that about? That. That's purely for that. money making. There's right. nothing that changes in right. how you get read or anything like that. And I was just like, I just want this to be pure. I don't right. want it to get all com- complicated with right. you know, uh, you know, commerce and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I, you know, I got to pay my bills. Right. But um, <clears throat> nonetheless, so you get a lot for your money, and that's a and, lot of work. I read for Sundance and a bunch of people. That's yeah, yeah. a lot. Six pages for each script. Oh that's yeah, a plus. Lot. I mean, until you're done. Like I did nine pages the other day because that's what it took. I right. mean, and that was that's fine. I mean, right. because it, I'm not going to charge extra for it. You just that's what it needs. That's what it needs, right. and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a terrible script. It just means that right. you know, there's we're that specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that well, helpful. see, that's the thing. I think where a lot of people don't understand <clears throat> the um, the value of the ask when someone asks you to read their script. Because yeah. you're asking... That's so true. Most times people are asking... I mean, they ask me because they want notes from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well... I mean, that's like a half... A it's a half day, maybe. Yeah. You're, pulling out of me. <laughs> right. you're pulling out of me. Do you people do think you, it takes like an hour to read no, something. No, like, no it takes hours. It, right. Um, and I say to myself, you know, I was like, so many people I know who, you know, who, who write weekly, the rewrites, mm-hmm. and they're getting like, what, a quarter million dollars a week exactly. and stuff like right. that. And you're kind of like, how much is, you know, like a half day of their time, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> then you want me to do this for free. Because right. it's a lot of work. It's I mean, I mean, I mean, if you want me to read it to say, hey, this is cool, or hey, yeah. no, not for me. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Good week. Okay, cool. But... <laughs> 
it doesn't matter for me if it's not mm-hmm. for me or not because I'm not a producer or right. an actor. I'm 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 so that, that, that it's, it's interesting you do that for because people don't even realize how much work. It's a lot it's of work. So much work. I got to tell you, what's really interesting is that I mean, we 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 take uh, screenplays and pilots, and I could do six pages on a p- twenty-nine page pilot oh, yeah. as yeah. easily as right. on a hundred and twenty-page script. Absolutely. You know, in, when we first started, and I'd get like a twenty-nine page. You know, half you know a sitcom or something, and mm-hmm. I think, am I going to get six pages out of it? Oh yeah, I mean, and then, and right. by the way, notes don't, as we said, necessarily mean that it's not a good piece of. No, writing. you might it be talking means, about things that are great. Yeah, it's right. talking about <clears throat> more of this, right. or you know, here's an idea, and it's right. always this is just a suggestion. Right. But hey, this popped into my head, and you know, I mean, and now I, you know, I mean, for the rest of, for all my life, and I'm sure it's the same. With you guys, mm-hmm. I mean, watching movies is like, uh, I can't stop <laughs> thinking about everything at the same time. Chris and I talk about this all the time. <laughs> we'll be, we'll that have a guest like on. <laughs> we'll have a guest on, or before we really start the show, we're just chopping it up, talk, shooting the shit, yeah. and we're talking about whatever the latest show is or whatever. And nine times out of ten, we probably haven't seen it mm-hmm. yet. And it's for my reason is I'm here writing most yeah. of the day. Yeah. So by the time I get home, I want to watch Top Chef. Yeah. And I just want to I want to get out of my head because as soon as I, I turn on Game yeah. of Thrones, I'm like, what page are we on? Well, why did yeah. you do that? Yeah. Well, what, know. You know what I mean? I know. It's hard to get out of your well, head. Well, that's true. That's how I really gauge really strong movies. Yeah. Is me that too. Me too. it takes you back out of it, right? It takes yeah, you out. It does. Like you just stay in the story mm-hmm. and you yeah. don't like. The other night, uh, my brother wanted to watch Chef again. He had oh, yeah. I watched that fairly recently. And, uh, and we had seen it before when it was out, you know, and mm-hmm. I, oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. And it's such a great movie because it doesn't, it's a little unconventional in the structure. Yeah. But you don't. That's what's his name, the director, right? John Favreau, yeah. yeah. John Favreau, yeah. But, but you're watching it and you don't really pay attention, yeah, to what's happening, like, structure-wise, because yeah. he's so good at it. And, like, it's a frenzy it's, it's it's a, There's, too, there's yeah. a speed to it. I mean, yeah. the, the, the one thing I noticed this time that I didn't notice last time that I was thinking about it is that I, I said to myself, wait a minute. Who I said, who's the chef that they found in real life that has those tattoos on his arms? Because oh no, he can cook. He can really cook. Favreau? Yes. It's not Roy Choi because 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 I believe from what I heard back when they were making it, he really can cook. That's why they wanted to do the movie. Okay, because because I, I was curious. I was right. just curious because I was like those he's tattoos. A I get right. that you could be a foodie, but not. I mean, but he's like cooking. So it's but perfect. It's, it's, it's perfect. Right, right. It's, I see but but it's just one thing where. I, but the, I mean, it's a it's a really interesting movie that you watch it and it really grabs you. And I think what again, my whole thing again. Um, it's got great musical choices, and the musical yeah. choices kind of like 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 string you along in an interesting way right. that you're not watching. You know what I mean? And it's, it's and I brought it up because you got to talk about chops, top, chop, top, <laughs> top chop, chops, and top chef. Right. Yeah. It's like there's there's those scenes in that movie where the action scenes are him cooking food. Right. Yeah, you know, and it's That's really interesting. Very like, think like about it. the angles, right. and how right, fast right. he's cutting. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's really cool. So, but that's a movie that doesn't follow. That convention, right. but still takes you through a complete story. I think that's yeah. what you're saying too about like a sitcom. It's still a complete story. If it's yeah. done well, it doesn't matter if it's right. 20 pages or 120 pages. You, I mean, I you still a, talk about it. I had a client, and I've always wondered whether this was true because I thought it was a fascinating thing to say. Who was a real had done so many sitcoms, and she said for half 
for a half-hour sitcom, you should be able to open up to any page and know what it's really what's going on. I've never what's heard what's of about? And I was like, so now when I do that, I'm sort of I, I don't judge on that, but I'm always sort of like, it's a good thing to under, to have an understanding of when you yeah. if you open up to something, is it like somebody's talking about you know moose for five pages? <laughs> you know, like why are we all of a sudden talking about moose? Right, right. When you know we're we're in a you know whatever, because people do veer off and then right. you know and it's like this isn't your I mean this can be your own personal story that you just want to write or mm-hmm. you know something that you've always just wanted to write it's not personal but it's an idea that you've always wanted to write but if it's not you gotta you know you gotta you gotta play by some rules right. and so we often gently say you know it would be better if. This work. Hey Chris, has Paul degree. ever told you his his thing that he does when he reads scripts? No. There's a he learned it from some famous writer way back in the day. I forget what it's called. <clears throat> in essence, he he he'll read like the first like four or five pages. Mm-hmm. And I, if I remember right, he skips to it's like there's numbers. It's like page one through four. Then he goes from like page I don't remember. I'm off, but let's no. just say around midpoint somewhere, and then. And then he gets into, you know, all his loss or whatever. And then he makes a decision, and that's all he reads. That's weird. He reads those first four. (laughs) He skips over to those. He just turns a C. Okay. It's like reading the end of the book before find out who the kid is. It's mainly about (laughs) act two. It's about seeing where you are in act one, seeing if by act two have you started. Does it does it tie back into right. what you, did you put there? them somewhere? Right. And then well, where are you in all is lost? Oh, okay, it's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, like, so there's I can't remember <coughs> some executive was telling me he does that. This is maybe mm-hmm. like twenty years ago. I don't know if they do it now, but um, he would read like the first ten pages. He'd read like fifty to sixty, and then he'd read the last ten. Wow! Because it was like it's the same thing you're saying. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like. Do you take the character on the journey, and and at that have they changed? You know, or whatever, yeah, right? and and mm-hmm. if you, and if, and, and and those like kind of like points in the story is the emotional journey of the character, right. and almost doesn't matter what's happening plot wise because mm-hmm. you could that stuff that stuff could any, change any time for any writer any rewrite for whatever it is, but the characters you created in the beginning in those first ten pages. You know, is it so like crystal what his problem is and what he's going to go through? And you know, is he at his point where it's going to it's going to break him in the middle? And then how does he resolve it? Yeah. And that's kind of all that you want to see. You know, that's interesting in, in, in because I used to read for competitions mm-hmm. where you could enter in your first twenty pages, which mm-hmm. I think is a load of. Hooey, right. because you don't know what's going. I mean, first of all, the first twenty pages are important. Right, but that's not where you start to fall off. No, but <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. Right. But but it was sort of like we, you know, great stuff happens after page twenty. Right. You know, and sometimes page twenty, up, you know, from one to twenty needs some work. Mm-hmm. But to say, you know, this isn't working. Who knows what's going on yeah. character wise, or what come? You know, interesting th- people come in and start. Well, some of the big competitions do that, like Sundance. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like send us stuff. It used to be the first. Five. When I was in Sundance, we had to send the first five, if I recall. And then it was like, you get that email going, okay, now send us the script. Wow. 
Yeah, see, I always had a real problem. With now that. I think it's, it's like, two. I can't figure, I mean, because I'm open to things not being as conventional, okay. and I think that things aren't always conventional. I mean, we're looking for the best writing. If it happens to be a great big commercial action movie yeah. or some huge comedy, then that's great too. And mm-hmm. if it follows, you know, things to a T, that's fine. But I'm not. That's not my first. You know, mm-hmm. that don't. I don't know that 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 makes the writing. I mean, that makes the craft of writing yeah. per- particular. But writing sometimes takes you on a journey that's a little off kilter. And so for me, sometimes, even though those pages are important because, you you know, you want to stay tuned, right. but um, to judge a script based on them and then, you know, sort of say, well, you know, it's not, it's not going to go further or these are bad right. pages. Let's, I think let's talk about dangerous. TV for a second. <clears throat> Chris and I both write TV also. Um, did you see the um, Glenn Mazzara posted on uh, Facebook? He, in essence, he, 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 he basically said to all you writers, if you're still using act breaks, don't. <laughs> in essence, is yeah. what he said. He was like, you're wasting your time. I don't care if it's, if it's network or if it's cable, whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's what you just do. Mm-hmm. And the fucking Facebook went in. All the, I mean, showrunners to <laughs> everybody is like, well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, what about that? Well, yeah, I kind of agree. But, but and then everybody's t- it's. I haven't seen it because I don't dude, stay on Facebook a lot because it's just I kind of in the last year. Well, I basically got off at the at the election. I oh yeah, I, I, mean, <laughs> I turned my I canceled my game. Right. It's election. hard to be I'm, on I mean, the Facebook. Yeah, a lot yeah. Of I mean, shit, it's, right? it's not that I. I still keep it. I still go, maybe go on it once a week or yeah, review I'm things. But I, I felt like, like in the fall before the election, mm-hmm. my feed got so toxic. And I just was yeah. like, all, you know, and then obviously found out why because of this right. interference yeah. stuff like this. But, oh. the to- but at the right. time, I just was kind of like, you know what? I just need to worry about what's important to me. What's and, in front of me. And, yeah. and, and, and I have a very strong... Uh, uh, way of, of getting information that's interesting to me anyway. You know, like I read the New York Times every day. Yeah. I've got the RSS feed for other stuff I'm interested in. I just go through that. And I don't need to have people kind of post things and and, al- and they have that algorithm to decide what you're going to see. And yeah. All this kind of craziness that I'm just kind of like, ah, you're trying to like condition me in a way that's not cool for me. Mm-hmm. I think what, I'd be curious to look at that because for me, it's like, I don't disagree I'm not sure how executives feel about mm-hmm. not having the act breaks, though. I mean, to me, it's like there's a creative element, you know, who wants to kind of do something a little different and then uh, and be a little freer with their story, how they tell their stories, as opposed to how a network executive is going to be like, well, this isn't hitting the beat, you know, for, you know, to, to get out and stuff like that. Well, yeah, because networks are so dependent on, like, the ad breaks for them is basically where their commercial is. And I I remember there's that really great quote that Sean Ryan, he was was like, you know, write every scene like this is going to be... The commercial break. It's got to yeah. end with that power. But, but, but I kind of feel like I understand what Glenn is saying because he's probably saying there's so many people who are like... Okay, I found, I found it. Let me say what he said. Yeah. He said, <clears throat> to any wannabe writer working on the spec script, no act breaks. They're old-fashioned um, and add nothing to your script. Most folks don't, don't know how to use them anyway. Just write 60 pages straight through. And then 
all of the fucking Facebook ones. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that because some people are like, no, put it in, no. and some people are like, yeah, I kind of agree. I, I agree with them personally. I, I mean, I mean, I, I think it's important to yeah. write. We'll see. You know, and keep writing until you're finished. I think you should be able to write. About, I think you should be able you know, to write, and, and in your head, be able to go. Oh, that was clearly the end of Act Right. You should be able to feel that. You can in go my back. Opinion. You I mean, know that's what I mean? Point, See, you know? he, the question also you got to say to yourself is: Is he talking about in the draft you turn in? You're talking about for TV? Because no, no, in, I, no, I get that. Because for, for instance, you know, like okay, so there's a project my brother and I are working on, right. and the people saw our deck and they wanted to see the Bible, and I was like, oh, and then we'll see the pilot. Right. Now I remember the pilot. There's no act breaks in the pilot, okay. but I remember that when we outlined it. We outlined it with act breaks. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. I was like, yeah, because, because like, I'm trying to figure out, like, the page count, you know, like, right. the pa- I mean, like, I kind of feel like if you look at television, it's, you know, it's that, it's kind of that five act structure, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, <clears throat> this is why I kind of just disagree with Gunnar a little bit. It's like, you know, like, if, if you understand how Shakespeare kind of uses those five acts, which is different than three act structure, then it gives you something to, uh, to, to kind of work around as a skeleton for your story because right. I think that where people fail when they're young and they haven't been through as many rooms as he has and done as much television right. is they're not aware about the momentum you got to keep up and things like that and they're not really aware of this kind of stuff where they're worrying about the A story, the B story, and the C story right. because if you're so like in tune with that you're not writing specs like he's saying. Like, I'll write it, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not really necessarily, you're probably on a show. You don't have to worry about that. Right. And I kind of feel <clears> like. <throat> well, I don't think he's telling you not to use act breaks. Because I do the same thing you do. I'll write the act breaks in my outline, but in the script, they're not there. I just know it's there, and you can tell it's there because I always yeah. give you a big cliffhanger or something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah, something is just going to happen. Right. right. So I, I'm just saying I agree with him that way. Um, but. I do tend to take, part of, I do, I have to admit that in, I'm much stricter in television when I, well, when I give notes right. to say, because a lot of scripts come in and they don't have acts. Um, and I'm sort of like, listen, you know, if we're, if you're going to win this and we're going to send this out and mm-hmm. you're going to meet with all of these people and, you know, get But this some made. shows are meant for cable though. You know what I mean? That's no, all that's I'm true. Right. A lot of the times I say, <clears throat> you got to kind of know where the act breaks right. are. Whereas if with. Screenplays, I'm much, much uh, leaner. Leaner about okay. it. Yeah, I'm just more like, yeah, you know, I can't. Yeah, this yeah, is roughly this is there. around. Yeah, it's here, roughly right. around there. Yeah. Or yeah, I, I feel that. You know, kind of more so. Right. But um, like we get, we're an international competition, so we get a lot of, uh, we get a lot of writing from the UK and right. Australia and Europe and stuff. Um, as long as it's English, and and like know, they they cap their character names throughout the entire scripts. They cap the, <clears> I mean, you know? and they don't. Often they don't use act breaks at right. all, so it's sort of like okay. Oh, right. what, for their TV, yeah, British TV. shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, cause, I mean, it's here's, you know the th- one of the things about you were saying earlier about hit, hit these numbers and stuff like this with screenplays. I mean, I feel you're kind of more of a slave to having to have your act breaks on television because you're. 
it's an hour. They're giving you an hour right. or or maybe fifty five minutes. You know, it's not this. Um, some shows because they're successful, they can you know there might be seventy two minutes something like that for season finales. Right. But movies can range in length from from ninety minutes to 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 one hundred twenty. Most of them, or even longer. So it's, and so if 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 your movie, some be three hours depending on who it is. Right? <laughs> well, you need that structure. Yeah, there, there needs yeah. to be some yeah. structure yeah. of that yeah. time. Yeah, you you yeah. have to figure out how to do that, and right. and and you also got to know that. You know, um, I mean, it's you know, it's like I was talking. I was talking with like Anel the other day mm-hmm. about um, about Amadeus. You know, and it's like mm-hmm. this is an almost three hour movie. You know, movie. but oh, but you movie. watch the movie and it's like it's so captivating and it doesn't seem like it's three hours no. and you don't. Care. I didn't even remember it being three. Really, it's a close to three hours. It's not. It's like okay. it's like two hours and fifteen minutes, and the director's uh-huh. cut is like three hours and ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told like, you he was cinephile, Jim. I know. Yeah. I'm like, he wasn't joking. <laughs> but it's like one of those, it's one of those things where you watch it's the... Three hours and 11 the, minutes. <laughs> In 30 seconds, brother. <laughs> no, the director's cut says it's a movie. It's a, it's a different movie. It's, right. it's, different, it's different in terms of like... There's a moment at the end of the movie. If you have, you've seen the movie where Salieri comes to Mozart's house when he's sick. Mm-hmm. And his wife is like so treating him like this sharp kind of like... You know, like I can't believe you. There's anger in her. You know, and you kind of like, well, you get it because he's, you know, because he, he's not getting Mozart a job and stuff like, that, and he doesn't want to control that. But in the director's cut, you find out that he's there's a, a a big scene where he's like, if you want your husband to work, I want sex from you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Huh. And she's I like, no, we're not. And she's like, I'm not doing that. So that got cut. That got cut. Interesting. And, and, and what you see is two or three other moments where he has jobs mm-hmm. where, where, like with Salieri, he's not just mad that he got scorned. He goes out and badmouths Mozart to these to these wealthy people saying, watch out with Mozart with your daughter because your daughter will get raped by him and wow. stuff like that. And so, and there's a couple of scenes like that and mm-hmm. the wife picks up, that's what happened. Uh, so at the end of the movie, you know uh, that's why she's that angry. It's a callback to that. Yeah, it's, okay. it's really, but so it's, that's what's cut out. But you watch that movie and you don't even know what is happening. You know, like, it's, it's you know, like, like, act breaks, I, you know, act breaks, I'm not even sure where they are in that movie because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Right. Yeah. You know, it's true. such a Sometimes good story, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <clears throat> acts are, but a minor note at right. times, you know. I mean, that that ultimately can just be something that's not that right. urgent in the script. It's character. It's you know, dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's emotion. It's theme. It's all of those yeah. things. Tone, making sure all of that is consistent and stuff like that. So, anyway. So um, you guys are open now for we're submissions. Open now How, and when do you when you when you end? We don't end until July. I mean, oh that's God. how long it is because we want people to get their notes and not have to rush to to wow. to rewrite. And they can, you know, there are early bird and regular deadlines. I mean, there's deadlines just to give it a structure, yeah. essentially, yeah. like we just talked about, but they're not that important because if you get it in and then you're like, I want, actually, you know what, a month, two months later, you decide I want notes, then Come and get notes, okay. or don't, or mm-hmm. rewrite it on your own, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, you get and those epiphanies. Yeah, I, I, like wait, yeah, and you do. You you you've put it in the drawer, and you're we're waiting to see what happens, and then you get an epiphany, and you want to re- redo it, and you just just all you have to do is email us and say this is a new draft of my script, you know, Hill mm-hmm. Dog mm-hmm. by. Which is a hit, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Studios are, you know, it's like a studio. It's about a young pimp, you know, from the hood. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> on, the deuce, on, on the Heart of Death, Heart of Death for a Pimp. Remember that one? Is that, yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we had a. Um, can I tell? Can I talk a little bit about what you get? Yeah. What I was going to ask you also was, uh, do you have any success stories from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stuff I mean, like that. now that we now that we've got a couple of years in. Right. Um, We've had some really great success stories. We're in the middle of one right now, which I'm really proud of. And our, our winner last year uh, is a writer named R.B. Ripley, and he wrote a pilot, our pilot, called Sugarland. Mm. And it was unanimously, you know, every judge was mm. like, this is the script, this is it. So, and I Can you say what it's about? What, what it's Can you about? say what it's about? Yeah, I mean, it's essentially about, uh, it takes place in the 70s in Texas, mm. and it's about a woman who kind of finds herself through Texas politics, yeah. kind of, which is old boy, right. you know, old school politics. Yeah. And it's, it's a great, you know, a great lead and great characters okay. and humor and smarts and a real, you know, and, a, and the lead is, what I loved about it is that the lead is, is a 45-year-old woman. Oh, good. Yeah. And yeah. so we are currently out to someone I can't talk about, mm-hmm. but um, it's out to one of the top, actresses yeah. on television and one of the success stories of it well there's a bunch of success stories of it which is first of all last year we had 28 mentors for him to meet what? okay this year we have 32 really yeah so he met he, he was supposed to meet the 28 mentors he ended up probably meeting more like 38 oh because they started referring they refer to him, people, right, him right. to people mm-hmm. and then we'd get i'd find i'd think of somebody else that i wanted him to meet mm-hmm. and stuff like that and uh, so he's been a very, very busy boy, right. and he's a really talented guy. And um, and he can write two, strong women. That's and he can write amazing. strong women. That's great. Really, really That's well, great. and really interesting. <clears throat> you know, melange of characters okay. and uh, themes and everything. Um, it's voice. such a good <laughs> voice. <laughs> right, yeah, right. and um, voice. He's got a big voice in mm-hmm. this. And I, I mean, really, I remember one of the one of the judges said. Uh, Actresses will will um, cage fight for this right. role. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's a great female. I mean, I I know people aren't supposed to say it's a great female. We need to figure out a way to, way to say that, make but. that into a shirt where you're telling writers. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something about that. That's <laughs> interesting. Right. He, he's got a new new shirt line that he's doing oh. with a um, bunch of different themes. Yeah, and yeah that's great. So I love <clears> it. And anyway, it's. Two writers, I mean, two of the of the mentors mm-hmm. are producing it. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah, and I can't say who it is yeah, yet. Yeah, blah blah blah. Saying. But um, and CAA is ready to uh, unf- the 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 actress that we're out to is not with CAA. Okay. But if she doesn't come aboard, CAA they want to package, package it. it. Well, they got yeah, a plethora like of people they want to put on. You know, it's full. Right. It's like in high gear, and yeah. I'm so proud of it, and it represents us so well, and um, and it's just done. I mean, he's he's a really talented guy, and he's got other things going on, but he's uh, this has really been a great thing good. for him. That's so that's one thing. Um, a lot of a lot of semifinalists and finalists have gotten representation. Yeah. We got. Uh, one of our people from the first year, uh, Mazar Lahoudi, who is uh, Iranian living in Australia. I was born right. for She most said of they his were life. international, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came in <clears throat> third in our first year. He mm-hmm. got Australian and U.S. representation from okay, that. Fine. So he's right. cooking. And he's also still. a director, a really talented guy. Mm-hmm. And um, our 
first runner-up the second year, or first year, sorry, first second runner-up first year, uh, placed semifinal in nickel. And that's something that we encourage. Like, take the draft that we helped you improve and go put it go in to another go to other places to go right. somewhere else with mm-hmm. it. I mean, use it. Like, none of this, we'll give you notes, but at the end. Right. What what good does that do me mm-hmm. in this competition? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I need the notes now. And that's that was the point of the competition right. starting. I need them now. And see, I need see, see, it's interesting because it's like, you know, like, I've, uh, I've seen a few of the ones that people talk about a lot, and I'm always kind of um i'm skeptical about a, a lot of them i mean obviously not nickels because it's so prestigious and stuff like that but i just look i look at it as like is it a money grab for these people i mean what are they are they helping you it's I, a money grab you if, know, if uh, they're not giving you notes at the right time or at the end because they see to me if you give me notes at the end and say oh so you're right. like you, you didn't make it you now here's your notes, notes. Yeah. it's right. like okay. dude i could have made yeah. these changes but that was right. the whole that's how the idea came was yeah, you know, what's that's the great. point if yeah. you can't get the notes yeah, yeah, while it, you're right. in while it's still open and it's and a trick because cuz you know producers and stuff will get on board with something and say here's a here's a few changes that i want to see right you know, before we go out, before we go out, and I mean, yeah. like you said before, it's like that you're trying to you're trying to to, to yeah to mirror that development yeah. process because yeah. there's never a script that just like jumps. No. Uh, oh, here it is. First of all, let's go to talent right. no, no, because no. I think what people don't get is it goes back to my thing I was telling you before. People don't want to make your movie. People want to make. Their version of the movie. movie, yeah, yeah that's true, and and, and it has to reflect to what they want to. What they love is the idea that they've been thinking about. And that, oh, here's a script that I didn't even think about. Just right. it fits fits a, a need they want. But in doing that, because because the, because they've thought about this subject, wherever it is, they got to put their hands on it. They yep. gotta put their hands on it, mm-hmm. or that's why the voice needs to be strong enough to get through through that, that kind to, of yeah, stuff. to like take it can, that. It can't it can't get watered down in that process because it will. The process will water it. Right. Will yeah. change it. To, maybe it won't water it down, but it will change it to some degree. But as for other competitions, I try not to think a lot about them because. Mm-hmm. I don't do them the way they do them. Like some of them don't give those notes, so right. I don't know how that helps the writer. Right. You know, I mean, it helps the writer if they win, mm-hmm. and then they get to meet a bunch of people, or they win a couple thousand bucks right. or a trip to LA, and that's that's very right. cool. There's no doubt about that. But it's this is really about writing. This is about improving your writing as right. you go. So not only that, but um, oh, what did I want to say? Um, but uh, if I think that if people are are there are some competitions where it's like 59 early bird, 69, right. you know, regular, mm-hmm. 79. I'm like, for, for late, what? For, for the late entrance. Right. For what? I don't get that. Money that's, grab. That, that's it's the, the kind money of thing grab. that it's like, no, right. that I don't believe in. And I don't care what you're getting at the end for it. That mm-hmm. smells bad to me. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to name the competition, but... <laughs> There was one, but that it I, starts with that. But well, no, but but, but there was but there was one that there was one that I was I used to see every once in a while, and then I was like something happened. I, I found out who was behind it, yeah. and one of the guys behind it was this real charlatan snake producer yeah, yeah, yeah. that I knew from a long time ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was kind of like, mm. he was all about money grabs back then and cheating people out of money back like right. then. then yeah. So. I can't believe I can't believe I mean it makes sense but they have this yeah. triple triple early the late fee mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff and I was like you just want the money yeah right. but that's you, why one of the reasons I really wanted to keep it like reasonable and not not 
not to I think not it's change I think it. it's a hundred percent reasonable. I'm telling oh, you that totally from reasonable. being in this industry for a long time <laughs> yeah. and having done a lot of those competitions. Yeah. It's well, I very mean, the notes is crazy. Reasonable. Very reasonable, and you know. Just, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, Pilar, Pilar Alessandra is my girl. Oh yeah, and you could you could never get her to do that for that amount of because what because she's what two fifty or something like that. There's there more. No, I know. I mean, it's more than it's that. a lot of. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know what oh, mean? The, it's oh, the class is two fifty. Right, yeah. yeah. class is that. <laughs> yeah, it her time, time. you're gonna be in the high fours and fives. Can I tell you, know? you some of the people that we have? Sure. Because I know we're probably running low. Yeah, I'm going to. Oh, so, so we got 32 mentors. And let me tell you that everybody I ask wants to do this because they get it, because mm. it's not just putting their name on a competition and maybe they'll get some good material, that they, they get that it's actually helping writers. Mm. And these are people that I think I choose to go to because I think they are going to be good mentors, not right. just somebody who will, I can put on a a website right. that, you know, looks good. Some of it, I mean, I, I want it to look good, but also, right. I, I mean, we have had that experience that people are continuing to mentor people. They're continuing, yeah. you know, they're involved. Two mentors came aboard to produce this pilot. I That's mean, great. obviously, they, they care. So 32 people, and by the way, in uh, the U.S., the U.K., Canada, and Australia. So if you're Canadian and you've won, or your script is good enough to maybe you didn't win, but I, I think maybe at the end, maybe we should send it to the Canadian producer or the Canadian right. agent. There is one on the list, okay. and there's Australians on the list, and there's a bunch of UK people on the list. So okay. it's not like you have to come to LA to meet everybody yeah. or to get something from it. There are going to be enough people. That's so good, have, too. That's real good, yeah. too. Yeah, so it's, we have 13 uh, reps 13 uh, agents and managers, okay. uh, varying sizes, varying companies, mm-hmm. you know, t- top companies, top uh, UTA, Untitled, uh, you know, Gotham Group, people Good. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and then uh, Bradley Bredewig, do you know Bradley? Mm-mm. Bradley created the Fosters. Okay. Bradley also produced. Oh, yeah, 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 with Peter. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know with why Peter I didn't Page. Have it in my yeah. Head. yeah, Bradley. They created the <coughs> Fosters. He also produced Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway. Mm-hmm. They're doing a bunch of stuff now. Right. Um, so anyway, Bradley is you know the, was show created and was the showrunner for for that. And now he's doing a new ABC series, Harmony. Uh, Joey Chavez, who is senior uh, senior VP production at TNT. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to hit the big, not that everybody isn't big, but the ones that are going to, uh, Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas, who represents J-Lo right. and produces everything that J-Lo does and produces some of her own stuff, did a lot for Julia Roberts. So she helps her with her company Barry. too then, right? Yeah, right. she's like the head of, right. she and Benny Medina, the head of her company. <clears throat> Ellen Goldsmith-Vane, who founded the Gotham Group. Right. Um, and then we have people like Peter Eiliff, who wrote Point Break and mm-hmm. wrote uh, Patriot Games mm-hmm. and people like that. Karen Lunder, who produced Arrival okay. um, and is senior VP at Imagine now. It's Eric's movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Mark Morgan, who produced all of the Twilight movies. Okay. Uh, Abdi awesome. Nazemian. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try, try and wrap it up. Abdi Nazemian, who is one of the producers on Call Me By Your Name. Love um, that movie. I need yeah. to see that. Uh, I need to ask you about that. Steven Rogers, who's long You might want to watch it on the big screen. Though. I do. That's why I said I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch <clears> it on your phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steven Rogers, who wrote and produced I, Tonya, Right. Old friend of mine. 
um, Nina Sadowski. Yeah, we had him come talk to us at the at the LGBT committee. Oh, he's awesome. Oh, oh, he's he the greatest so guy. Good. He has he's some like, funny stories. Yeah, oh, he's funny as heck. And when I um, asked him to do it, I was like, you know, you don't have to. I was like. I knew how busy he was, and I was like, you don't, you know, you just have to get on the phone with them or whatever. Coffee's like, I'll take him to lunch. She's like, I'm not going to. He knows. He understands what it's like. He's been through it. You know, there's a funny story. I I think he was telling NPR about how he had, he had, I think, written two or three other scripts for Alice and Janie. Oh yeah, they've been friends forever. And they they were like, no, not her. And and he. (laughs) And, and he said for this script, he said when he was selling it, he was like, oh, and the mom is by Alice and Janie. And, and he hadn't told her that yet. <laughs> You're right. Oh, she's he happy just was now. Like, oh, pushing it, pushing it. Well, she got to be involved. And they were like, okay, okay. And they were yeah. like, okay, okay. And then they asked her, and, they, and I think he said he was like, okay, they want to do the movie. So are you free to do it? <laughs> right. Oh, she'll do anything. But that's his friend. So he knew her for a long time. Yeah. She's, she's a, great, though. She's oh, awesome. A yeah. couple of others. Colin Vaines, who's done, who produced Gangs in New York. He just mm-hmm. produced Film Stars Don't Die in Liverpool with Annette Benning. My it's Week great with title. Marilyn. Mm. Um, you know, with Michelle Williams, played Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Lots of filmmakers, lots of writer filmmakers Good. this year so that people are feeling themselves in that process yeah. and can hear and uh, hear that process and not just, it's not just about selling it, but mm. learning it and yeah. being mentors. So, 32 people around the globe. And, and I'll put this uh, out there if it's open to yeah, you. Yeah, I'll give you all this. I'll have the winner on the show. Oh, that would be fantastic. Thank so, you. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Okay. Thank you. Thank TV you. and the film. We'll have both on. We, we actually only have one. We, okay. we, well, we have three <clears throat> winners. Grand prize, first runner-up, second runner-up. But we haven't split it yet between okay. pilot and TV. I mean, pilot and uh, f- feature. That may be something we do in okay. the future. So okay. it's like whoever's <clears throat> the best script. Whoever's the best script, let me know. Yeah, that would, thank you. I appreciate cool. that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and and by the way, our first winner last in the first year, it was his first script. So, you know, like he got notes and right. he rewrote it and stuff. He's just a really good writer. Right. Um, you don't have to have done 10 scripts to win this. Uh, sometimes you may, that may be right. what it is. And there is a limit to the amount of money that you've kind of made and you can't be right. a professional writer and right. all of that kind of stuff. But, but like we, you know, I mean, man, woman, ch- child, uh, <laughs> you could be under 20, you can be over 40. Right. Like we, we're about the, we're about the writing. Okay. We're about the work. All so. Right. So where are you at, Jenny? Where can we find you on? Uh, we are at <clears throat> www.finishlinescriptcomp.com yeah. um, and uh, Finish Line Script on Twitter and uh, Finish Line Script Competition on Facebook. Yeah. And we're on Film Freeway. That's our place. Okay. And Finish Line. That's, cool. that's where I sat. <laughs> and there's money. There's a prizes right. as well. And, you know, there's good prizes and, and all that stuff. So it's not just about the mentoring. But really, that is what it... it we're, we're, we but you guys are doing something we are, different. We want, want the money. I think that's I great. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the money will pay the rent so you can go right. on all those meetings and pay for coffee. So, <laughs> right. But, you know, it's like, no, you, I mean, we, we really want to help you guys, help, the, help the writer. Right. And, and we're... And... and I know you, you want me to stop, okay. but I'm going to say one more, more thing. This is how, and, and my father is like furious with me for this, but we gave away 49% of our earnings last year to charity. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, I forgot about that part of it. Yeah, yeah that's right. We give, we just, right. I mean, the world is in a place, man, where people need a little, I just don't, I mean, not like I'm taking it all in right, at right. $79 a pop. <laughs> right. It's $40 a pop. Right. Um, and 100 for script plus entry, and 
at the end of the day, half of that or ish, we're going to give away to some pretty awesome charities. And the right, the the winner gets to give away five percent um, oh, really? of our earnings of yours of our earnings to a charity of their choice. Or okay. charities. Never heard that of any competition. That might be my pocket charity. <laughs> <laughs> give yeah. to the Chris Derrick Fund over there, y'all. Hey, if you can prove it, we'll give it to you. But no. yeah, I mean, no, we just you, we want it to be a little. We just, I mean, life is. It's not just about. It's not just about placing a script competition. Right. It's bigger than that, right. and that's what we want. We want you to get bigger. That's what's up. Where are you at, Chris? Right. I'm at uh, DerekBrothers dot com uh, and. Um, <laughs> Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Shadowbox Cinema. Oh, and you, and you can find me at Shadowbox or Cinema. Like, that's where DerekBrothers.com takes right. you to. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Any questions, ScreenwritersRentRoom at gmail.com. Um, please go on iTunes, give us a five star review. We need that for the metrics. And um, do that right now. Yes, please. And um, what else? What else? What else? A lot of stuff's going on. This is actually going to be a good year. Um, good. Yeah. I don't want to jinx something. It's not up to <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, I'll leave it right there. So y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. <laughs> on this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, y'all? Wakanda. Wakanda. What? Peace, y'all. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. So you wanna be a rider? Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminished and the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the Red Room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have the guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red room.